0: Feral Audio. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
1: Put your hands together. Put your hands together. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming on to the MTV! Put your hands together. Please come up with and Put your hands together. for your special going JC last to J.C. Put your hands together. Get ready to put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands
2: together. (laughs) Okay. That is how we do it. Welcome everybody. Hi, how are you? Happy Tuesday, you sons of bitches! You cutie pies, you denim on denim loving throwback sons of So the thing about Russia, (laughs) you guys, I'm on his side. (laughs) Hate to break it to you, big fan of telling secrets. Done it, I've been a narc since I've been 10 years old. I worked uh, for the D.A.R.E. program at my local Pittsburgh high school, and I was so good at narking people's lockers that they gave me a sash. Nothing says you'll never get laid ever more than a D.A.R.E. sash. He narked. he told things, he said things. He doesn't even know how to read. But he somehow read things to another person. I think this is a huge feat for humanity. A man who can't read read something to somebody else. Big fan. What's going to happen now? You're going to receive 13 more emails about how you can impeach him, and then the Republicans won't do anything. (laughs) And that'll be our next four years. Who's moving to Canada? Not me, because honestly, Denmark. (laughs) Hear me out. I went to Norway. I know that's not Denmark, so stay with me. (laughs) On way to get to Denmark, I went to Norway. And I went to Norway and I realized everyone in Norway is super happy, super smiley. They dress really well. Yeah, they're white, but they're small place. (laughs) Or a big place. We have lots of people, they only have one kind of people. I went to Norway and I went with my girlfriends to go do shows and they met me out there and I, I realized that they're a happy people, that they don't have to deal with this. Because when you you know you travel different places and, and people are allowed to like walk on the streets with alcohol in their hand and like smoke a joint, fuck a kid, you know what I mean? It's like everything that you want. That's not happening in Norway. If that goes on the podcast, I'm sorry, Norway. <laughs> And I just felt such a release while I was there. I felt like for the first time ever I can be, like, not an American. And that's okay to say, by the way. The fact that you don't want to be an American right now is okay. Who here doesn't want to be an American right now? A couple people, and that's fine. The rest of you are hiding it, and you're going to shoot up a school, and that's fine. We all have to get our feelings out, the therapist says. So I went to Norway, and I decided we, we checked into an igloo hotel. An igloo hotel, that's an all-ice Igloo Hotel in Oslo, Norway, and you sleep in seven degree, uh, minus seven degree weather on pelts, okay? If you have to pee, you have to go into the warm building because there isn't a bathroom in the ice hotel because if you pee in the igloo, you melt your own house. (laughs) So you have to be cautious if you're drunk and you go back to your room. You can't just piss the bed like any old Los Feliz Tuesday. (laughs) You need to climb back up, walk your ass to the bathroom. It was great, too. We checked in, and I was so excited to be in Norway. It was so beautiful, and there's just so many trees and life, and the people were happy, and the guy at the front desk said, do you want to go dog sledding? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Do I want to sit in a sled while dogs carry me through Norway to see the northern lights? Yeah. Do you have mushrooms? (laughs) So we sign up 195 American dollars later. Turns out... You drive the sled. I did not know that before getting high. So you walk in, and they hand you a sheet of paper with four names on it. Those are your four beautiful, husky, rabid dogs. You ever hang out with a rabid dog that cannot wait to run away from you, away from everyone. So you catch your dogs, and you, 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 you tie them up on what I would call jump rope. I would refer to that as jump rope. And here's how dog sledding works. You have the sled, you have the huskies, you have your human being, that's your friend. And then you have the left wooden part and then the right wooden part. And in the middle is a metal brake. When you hit that brake, you stop. That tutorial I just gave you, nobody fucking gave to us. (laughs) they are just seven women from LA like, let's go dog sledding. So here's what happens. I obviously don't know how to stop the sled. And we shoot out. We mush is what they say. You mush. And then the first person goes, mush. And then the second person goes, mush. And then I go. And then I notice they're stopped ahead of me. And I've, I've been on the roads to Palm Springs before. When people are slowing down, you pass them. Isn't that how a dog sled works? I fucking pass one group. And then I pass the other group. And all I hear is, ah, I'm bleeding. I was like, oh no, my dogs have killed someone. So we finally get the dog sleds to stop because you, you can't get off the sled. If you get off the sled, these four rabid dogs with many diseases run off and eat people's eyes out. You're responsible for them. So finally the woman comes back over, the, the instructor. She goes, would you like to continue your ride? And I go, who screamed back there? That was Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> Okay, what happened? You hit her in the face with an anchor. I have an anchor? Attached to what? Oh, my sled? Another thing you didn't tell me. Why do I have an anchor? Just in case. What's that going to do? You going to catch me if I fall off a cliff? Also, Michelle's my boss. Just want to make that clear. Michelle's my boss, and I hit her in the face with an anchor. She's bleeding like she's at a Guar concert. So I run back and I go to rescue Michelle and she's like one hot toddy in and she's like, it's fine, I'm fine. So they put us on a different sled and I mush us, she's bleeding still by the way. I mush us through Norway and I get to see the Northern Lights, real stoned, for sure involved in a lawsuit. But I got to see like the earth explode and that was the best way to go about it. Now, when we came back, did we talk to her about suing? Yeah, she was like, you did not sign any paperwork. I don't know what accent that was. It was for sure Pakistani. (laughs) You do not know. That's why I think traveling outside the United States is great. It gives culture to people. It allows you to think beyond yourselves, right? I like New York, I really do. But one time at three o'clock in the morning in New York City, I was walking at the first avenue stop on the subway and there were rats everywhere, which is fine, this is their territory, but there were rats and then all of a sudden these two men dressed in camo came down the steps, locked eyes with me, locked eyes with the rat and fucking punted a rat at me. (laughs) No, I've gotta get out of here. I'm not cut out for this. I'm not Louie, I'm not cut out for this. You cannot treat me like that. I'm in my 30s now, so I don't have time for your bullshit. None of you like that, because you're all 10. I'm in my 30s now, I don't have time for your bullshit. I'm a godmother. Clap if you're a godmother, or parent, clap, godparent. Only a couple people, really? Clap if you're not a godparent. Anybody here, Noggle? Wow, that's a lot of people. Pieces of shit. No one trusts you with their kids. You should feel honored about that. No one trusts you with their kids. I find being a godparent amazing because when my best friends die, I get a baby. Sick! When my best friends die, I get an 18-year-old angry teenager who's super bummed out about his parents being dead. Sign me up. I didn't know about that whenever I said yes to it, because they invited me over for like a really nice dinner. These are my best friends. And they invited me over for dinner and they, it was lit, and it was such a good meal and then they put their hands on my hands. And I thought we were gonna have a threesome to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I did not see godparent coming, so my yes came quicker. I was like, yes! <laughs> oh, we're not fucking, okay. That's fine. Here's the thing about being a godparent. It would suck to lose my best friends, obviously. It would suck to have a kid. (laughs) Like when you weren't planning on it. When you just said yes because like it looks cool like your denim jacket. (laughs) And then you actually get the kid. But then I thought about it. What if I raise this kid to be amazing? Kind, smart, savvy. You know what I mean? Great credit. Good man. Treats women right. He turns 18. I'm fucking my god kid. Find me a law. Find me a law that says I can't and I won't. Weird that there's no law, right? You guys gotta move to Marina Del Rey where I Google all the time. Marina Del Rey's where it's at. I moved to Marina Del Rey, y'all. I'm 10 minutes from that airport. I'm about to escape this motherfucker. You guys won't even remotely care about Marina Del Rey. But it's a whole new lifestyle. It really has changed everything. I spend a lot of my time now just watching movies. I spend a lot of time watching movies. I'm trying not to have Netflix conversations anymore, because I don't want to. I don't want to have another Netflix conversation. I think that's fucked up. I think we're being fed our own poop, and it's being shot out as good content. You know what I mean? Although handsmaids tell, "Get out of here." Right? That's Hulu. Perfect. (laughs) It's all the same. You know Hulu is run by Netflix and it's run by some intern from UCB. We get it. We know how success works. But I do spend a lot of time watching horror movies. That's my shit. I love horror movies. Because they're creative. Not because of any creepy stuff. I just love horror movies. I think they're well designed. They're really cool. And I think also, like... The wardrobes in horror, horror movies, they end up being, like, inspiration for Halloween costumes, which I have, like, an affinity for. I really appreciate that. I do. But I think that male murderers in Halloween costumes, they obviously have better outfits. Like, Chucky has, like, you know, like, Coachella, fucking Oshkosh gosh. <laughs> Killing it. Jason. Hockey mask. Stole gym equipment. Kind of rude, to be honest. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Brixton hat. J. Crew shirt, <laughs> nails done, fucking face did. <laughs> and the female murderers, what are they? What do they always look like? They are a white woman who is in a onesie who's freshly pissed herself. <laughs> She's she has ratchet ass brown hair with bangs that she drunk cut herself. <laughs> she's always like pop locking out of a well because you fucking put a DVD in or whatever the fuck (laughs) right that's an exhausting Halloween costume you can't wear that anywhere it's too much it's too soon dear Facebook memories I'm good I'm good. I don't need a reminder when I had extensions. I don't need a reminder. You ju- I don't need a reminder. You know what I mean? I just don't need you to tell me what was a good memory. None of it was good. That's why I'm on Facebook, to create new fucking memories. If you can get on board with that. Who here has had a good memory? Clap. Bullshit! That's such a lie! You guys were born with silver spoons. All right, we have to get the show started. I'm hosting this show, which is so exciting and fun. I came all the way out here to hang out with you guys and see what's new in the world of comedy. Still the same. Still the same. Just people looking better and better. I'm gonna need everyone in the front row to uncross their arms, give me some body language I can work with. Everybody, arms up. That side too. Uncross your arms. For those of you on the podcast, I'm making them do something very cultish. <laughs> <laughs> and they are weirdly going along with it. <laughs> for whatever reason, I don't know. All right, the next comedian coming to stage is originally from Boston. He's been on Conan a couple of times. Give it up for the very funny Matt Bellaher, everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the next comedian coming to the stage is a delightful human being. Happy to have her on. Give it up for Joelle Johnson. I didn't know what door to go through.
3: Hey, guys. How you doing? Clap it up for me. I'm a crazy bitch. Uh, yeah. Oh, these are my people. Oh, that's great. People try to pretend each time, because this is how crazy I am. I've been maced in the face twice. Um, only crazy people have been maced twice. Uh, you get maced once, and people can kind of explain that away. But the second time, your best friends are raising their eyebrows at you. It's like, mace me once, shame on you. Mace me twice, I should probably shut the fuck up. I talk a lot of mess. I talk a lot of mess to men. Uh, it's funny, because I-, I realize red flags happen early in relationships. One thing happened recently to me. I was out uh, on the beach in Santa Monica doing uh, a television shoot. I was an extra. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> doing my background work, chilling. <laughs> making my $45 for eight. Um, gorgeous black man comes on the set. We hit it off immediately. We are on that set for nine hours. End of the day, red flags started popping up. Red flag number one, he's like, can I get a ride home? <laughs> Not too much of a red flag, but this is Los Angeles. And he tried to blow smoke up my ass. He was like, you know I'm about to get like a BMW or a Mercedes. Really? But you don't have a Ford Focus rental right now? <laughs> Shut up. I went to bruise his ego. So I was like, all right, I'll give you a ride home. Red flag number two. He's like, yo, can we go to my boy's house real quick and pick up my bag? Word. You going to ask me for a favor? On top of a favor, I haven't finished yet. <laughs> we just met. You're lucky I haven't had sex in a while. Let's go at this bag. Uh,
1: <laughs>
3: we drive from Santa Monica Beach to downtown Los Angeles in rush hour traffic. Oh, yeah. Get downtown. He goes upstairs. I start talking on the phone. Red flag number three happens when I realize I've been on the phone for 25 minutes. So I called the dude. I was like, yo, what's up? He's like, I'm coming downstairs. Red flag number four comes downstairs with the bag and a girl. Aww. The plot thickens. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I just look at them. They're across the street. I can't hear them. I can just see them. And he's black and she's black. And she's just making all the these type of <laughs> movements like this. <laughs> We all know black women, there's only two things happening in that situation. Either A, she's praise dancing the Lord. Or B, she's cursing somebody the hell out. Figured it was the second uh, ladder of the two. So I called him again, I was like, hey man, uh, let's go. Red flag number five, the most important red flag of them all, he says to me on the phone, I wanna punch this bitch in the face. What? <laughs> Even if you want to punch a bitch in the face, you don't say that to the bitch you just met. <laughs> so I was like, are you kidding? He's like, yeah, I'm kidding. You know, I'm a comic. I'm an asshole. I was like, maybe this is his sense of humor. Okay, let's go. So he's like, I'm coming across the street. So they come across the street. I'm in my car. Her car is parked behind mine. She gets in the uh, driver's seat. He's in the passenger seat. They're still arguing. I'm putting my lip gloss on in the rear mirror. And out of nowhere, he just... Balls up his fist, punches her in the eye, jumps out the car, and then jumps in my car, and he's like, go, go, go! I'm driving the getaway car all of a sudden. So my adrenaline kicks in. I was like, oh, man, I better go. This chick automatically recovers. It's just Tuesday for her. She gets the car in gear, cuts me off. Downtown Los Angeles, Wilshire Boulevard, rush hour traffic, gets out the car and starts walking. She was like, bitch, get out the car. Bitch, get out the car. I look at the bitch sitting next to me. I was like, bitch, get out of my car. This idiot gets out of the car, runs down the street, leaves the door wide open. I'm thinking the situation's neutralized. I reach over, close the door. This chick is still crip walking and bobbing and weaving. She's like, I said, bitch, get out the car. And I responded to her uh, like a hostage negotiator. I was like, why would you want me to get out of the car? I hit her with the Bob Ross voice. She was like, oh, cause you about to go pick him up, ain't you? I was like, oh no, I just met him today. She was like, don't know chick that just met a man today, gonna wait for him for 25 minutes. It's like, touche, bitch. What you don't understand is, I'm single and lonely. I will wait for a man I just met for 25 minutes. You let men punch you in the face. We all have shortcomings we're working on. I'll keep mine. So then she's like, all right, you can go. Like she gave me permission to go. Like I wasn't about to run this bitch over in the middle of Wilshire Boulevard. I have a car, what are you talking about? So I go home and I uh, take a shower to wash the fuckery off of me. <laughs> I get out of the shower and I have a voicemail. It's like, Boop. oh man, Joy, I probably scared you, right? <laughs> but you just got to understand that's like an everyday thing for us. I was like, what? Like, I appreciate his tenacity as if I was just gonna be like, was that just slap a bitch Saturdays? So I shouldn't hang out with you on Saturdays. But what I realized, I was like, I should have maced that motherfucker in the face. (laughs) Ugh. So I have daddy issues because obviously... (laughs) And my daddy just came to a head recently uh, when I was trying to find out information about my deadbeat dad. And I realized something accidentally because my cousin called me. She's on dating websites. She's on sugardaddy.com and um, like the other ones. But the important part is sugardaddy.com. So she calls me up one day on the phone. She was like, look, I don't know how to tell you this, but I think I just found your deadbeat dad on sugardaddy.com. I was like what bitch send me that link Um, Sends me the link Uh, sure enough my deadbeat dad's on sugardaddy.com what I didn't tell you he's a doctor sprinkled some sriracha on that one Uh, he's a doctor he's on sugardaddy.com first thing I noticed about his profile he's lying about his age in real life he's 83 sugardaddy.com 52 (laughs) black don't crack but calm down (laughs) I think the jig is up when you suggest a 4 p.m. dated date. day's. So I was like, obviously this man needs some advice. So, uh, cause my first thought was like, if there's a place you don't have to lie about being 83, isn't it sugardaddy.com? What well, gold digger wants a 52 year old sugar daddy? Lie the opposite. Wait, dad, say you're a hundred. You'll get all the bitches. Um, so I logged onto the website and I made a profile for myself and I sent my dad beat dad a message inviting him to join actualdaddy.com. He still hasn't responded. My name is Joyelle, thank you guys for listening to me.
2: I like websites. I'm a huge fan of websites. I'm on seven dating apps right now. And I'm not saying that because you should feel bad for me. I'm fucking crushing. And people that come up to you and they go, I never gonna date. It's not fun. It's so fun. All you have to do is be honest, weed out people, and have the time of your life with people that also know none of this is real. That it's all a social construct, and we live in the matrix. And then all you should do is have orgasms and eat sushi. In any consecutive order. Who is on dating apps? Anybody here on them? A couple people. Everyone else miserable. I'm going to write a book on how it's awesome. It will sell to three people at Urban Outfitters. But they're a loyal bunch. I like the dating apps because any time that I can never leave my house and decide on a human being's lifestyle is fine by me. You know what the alternative was? Going out in public? Woof. Meeting them? Woof. Talking to them? No. I'm dealing with way too, not while Trump's in office, that's what I'll say. When he's at office, I'll go on dates again. Until then, I'm in my cubby hole in my house, in my jammies making it rain with men. Here's the thing about dating apps, too. They have a search radius. They have, like, a a 100-mile search radius. You can only date within that 100 miles. For those of you that don't know, it's like you can't have the world. You know what I mean? Even though your parents told you you can. You know how it really is. You can have a 100-mile radius. So what I like to do is I like to get on the train in downtown L.A., and I like to take it down the coast of San Diego and watch L.A. get, like, way more attractive as we get down to San Diego. And I wish it would extend outer space, because I'm an outer space fan, FYI. Huge fan of outer space. Love it, think we should always be thinking about it. Can't imagine why you guys aren't talking about it always. But if we can extend the dating app, Elon Musk, to outer space, get that space dick. Why aren't you more excited about that? You, date, you have sex with an alien. Maybe they're smarter, they're kinder. Maybe they have conversations that matter because they are matter. That's like Bill Nye the Science Guy humor. And I feel like it'll work one day. If I become like the comedian of Bill Nye... Ugh, I hate you guys. You guys fuck this up, not me. The next comedian coming to the stage, we just had the most fun backstage. I haven't seen her in so long, but I see her like in the ether of amazingness. She's been on Adventure Time, Lady Dynamite. And ladies and gentlemen, she has a YouTube series that just came out. You need to search it. It is Melania Trump's Cousins. And it's really funny. Give it up for Melinda Hill, everybody.
4: Hi. Keep it going for G.C. Space Dick. Yes so lovely to be here with all of you this evening. I just got back from doing a bunch of shows in Vegas. (laughs) Yeah. Right? I'm fascinated with magicians in Vegas because they always do a lot of big presentational gestures after their tricks, right? And then the audience knows how to respond accordingly. They go nuts or they do, like, a standing ovation, right? And they always have, like, that super serious, creepy expression. But it's also, like, cocky, like, they just blew your mind, you know? It's like... (laughs) It's got those doves, like... (laughs) I wish comedians could do that, (laughs) like after a joke, just be like, religions are like rappers. They all claim to be the best one. And the more popular they are, the more they get away with rape. My uh, dad is Irish Catholic, and my mom is Protestant, so that makes me bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, just quit drinking and smoking weed, which is a little inconvenient. Just like when I'm trying to come down from a coke binge. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm enjoying the
1: news.
4: (laughs) (coughs) I'm enjoying that they're, they're trying so hard to make Melania Trump and all the Trump women relatable. They're like, they're just like you and me. Melania Trump just did a female empowerment speech. Did you guys, were you able to catch that? <laughs> I want you to know that I'm supporting you, all women. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're immigrant or need health insurance. (laughs) Then I cannot help you, all women, because you should make a better decision to be born in this country or not poor. (laughs) I want you to know that you can be whatever you want, all women, as long as you first get breast implants. I want you to know that we all deserving protections, all women. That is why we need to wear a bronzer that has SPF. (laughs) But be sure to blend it. Otherwise, you get bronze face and white (laughs) decolletage. I want you to know that I'm doing my part to supporting you all, women, <laughs> by offering 10% off my QVC line until midnight. <laughs> Choose any bubble or trinket you would like. <laughs> Call the word female empowerment. <laughs> <laughs> Ivanka made a a very moving speech as well. People say that my father doesn't support women, but my father has been supporting women my entire life. And by women, I mean me. He's made me his trusted advisor, despite having no real experience besides selling handbags, which is just like being a trusted advisor in that the customer is always white. (laughs) He will continue to support women and families as long as your family is in the top 1%. (laughs) Uh, Another thing I noticed about Vegas (laughs) is there's a lot of strippers there. The thing that really fascinates me about strippers is, well, I think the most challenging part of their job is just like when they get stuck, you know, the hardest part must be when you get stuck stripping to a song that's totally inappropriate to strip to, right? Or that you just hate, but you have to make it look like you're having an amazing time and like you feel super sexy. So I think that would be the hardest part and nothing else. (laughs) <laughs> so you get that song that's like, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess and so give them give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children laugh after Remind us how we used to be. (laughs) I decided long ago
1: never to
4: walk in anyone's track if I fail, if I.
2: Time one of us would end up like in a bowl of cereal, (laughs) just like a big bowl, you know, (laughs) just face down in a bowl of cereal. (laughs) That's what Vegas does. (laughs) Yeah, Vegas. This is two mics now for my multiple personality act. (laughs) (laughs) You guys know how things work here in comedy land. You're having a good time, right? Woo! This is a nice escape. It's so nice to like embrace each other's company and participate in live comedy. You guys aren't participating. We're doing all the work for a good price, but comedy is comedy, you know? (laughs) That'll go on a t-shirt and sell for $92. (laughs) What I just said. Because that's how monetizing works. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. (laughs) Right? That's going to be a song tomorrow. I know what the kids are into. (laughs) Gen Z, X, R whatever you are i hate you you're on my i-10 and i want you off my i-10 also can we all agree that the metro here is fake and what they're doing right now ruining rolshire boulevard is going to do nothing but make us all more pissed off okay one guy nodding his head and i'm into that That's all I need to succeed. The next gentlemen, are uh, they have a special that's already out on Netflix. You guys have uh, probably heard of it. If not, go and watch it. It is called On Drugs. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lucas Brothers. You 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 want
1: to
5: start? Yes, I do. Uh let's do some stand up. Let's still get okay, stuck. All right. All right. Uh we've been reading uh Inner City Weekly. You guys been reading it? hmm You guys up to speed on yeah. what's happening in the hood? We are. We are. And we're gonna report on some of the shit that's been going on in the hood. I hope, hope you guys are okay with this. I mean, they call us hood prophets for that's a right, reason, That's right. We are prophets. That's right. From the hood. That's, that's right. right. Oh, this is what's happening in the hood. A lot of niggas getting shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot Those of niggas. Front ditch. page news. <laughs> <laughs> niggas are still getting shot. That's right. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, man. man. Oh, man, we've never been shot, though. That's that's pretty awesome to spend 25 years in the ghetto and never get shot. Yeah. Never even had a gun pulled out on us. No. It's a miracle. Yeah. Well, clap for that. Yeah, it man. man. <laughs> it's like they wanted us to get shot. I man. know, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't clap. You didn't clap for that? Yeah. No, a lot of niggas get shot in the inner city weekly. They said one out of three niggas get shot before they turn. 32. And uh, we just turned 31. That's right. It's getting close. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it is. Fortunately enough, we got a younger brother that just turned 21. That's right. <laughs> so for the last year, we've been trying to get that nigga shot. Man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it's either him or us. You yeah, know, know what I mean? Man. <laughs> Fuck him. Uh Oh no, y'all 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 hear Johnny Depp? He was uh... a <laughs> That's a fantastic That's a segue I'll I love it. I love it. No, it Johnny, brilliant. I know, I'm sorry, man. I don't know how to transition jokes anymore. <laughs> All right. Hey, All right. Hey. Johnny Depp was uh, in Arkansas, uh and he was uh he was protesting the death penalty. Mhm. He, he felt <laughs> <laughs> He He was. (laughs) He was. (laughs) Let me finish the premise. (laughs) You see, he felt as though too many men were being put to death unjustly. That's right. Coincidentally, we were in Arkansas, too. Yes. Uh, But we were protesting Johnny Depp. Yeah. (laughs) And his career choice. That's (laughs) right. (laughs) You see, we felt as though too many men and women were being put to sleep. (laughs) Unjusted <laughs> by his movies, and <laughs> someone had to speak. That's right. We had some chants. Yeah, yeah. We stood right next to him and did some chants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that we're gonna share right now. You want to start? Sure. Uh, one, two, three, four. Johnny Depp ain't good no more. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. We hope that nigga takes a break. We had a bunch of them up into a hundred. Uh, yeah, but they yeah. Us out. But they stopped us, yo. The yeah, pigs, the, the stopped, pigs. Us stopped us. It wasn't even cops. It was literal pigs. Yeah. <laughs> they love Johnny Depp. They Jeff. love him for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, that's so stupid. Oh, yeah. So stupid. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're pretty active. Uh, we're very political. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah, we, we actually get, helped out Bernie Sanders. We did help uh, out the Bernie Sanders campaign, which was a fun treat for us. Oh, uh, yeah, they called us up. Uh, he was getting slaughtered by Hillary, uh, in the black, boys. yeah, he wasn't getting black people, come getting out to niggas, and they called us up yep. to bring in some niggas. And yeah, I was like, yeah. all right, we, we'll do it, we'll, we'll bring some niggas. Use niggas to get niggas, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, so, so they, uh, they called us up, and it was a bunch of like of your most esteemed niggas. It was yeah. me, Cornel uh, West, Cornel West. Uh, Killer, Mike, Killer was Mike was there, and uh, uh, JJ from Good Times. Sorry, he was me. there too. <laughs> he kept saying dynamite. He In was pretty ex- useless actually. <laughs> uh, and you know, Bernie was like, we need to come up with some ideas to get black people. And, you know, a lot of people were throwing out some weird ones. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Public radio. Like, go speak on a church or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to Steve Harvey or some shit like that. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we came up with the best yep. idea yep. personally. Uh, it's just three simple words. Bernie Mac Sanders. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's right. Bernie Mac, not Bernie Mac, Bernie Sanders in blackface. He plays Bernie Mac, Yep. <laughs> and he tours with the original Kings of Comedy. Yep. It's operating on two dimensions. That's right. You're getting white races with mm-hmm. the blackface, and yep. you're getting niggas what? with the Kings, kings of, comedy. of Comedy. Perfect. <laughs> We thought it was brilliant. Yes. <laughs> we even offered like some jokes. Yeah, we did. gave him a joke. You know, we gave him a classic Bernie Mac joke with a Marxist twist. Yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> and we want to share that joke with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's classic Bernie Mac. Sanders does. <laughs> pussy taste like the proletariat? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I ain't never have no proletariat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking stupid. <laughs> but they, they banned us from his campaign. They, they banned us from the campaign. They banned us. us. <laughs> uh, but the joke's on them. The joke is on them because we were secretly working for Hillary. That's right, huh? <laughs> and we pissed this idea, and she loved. She loved the idea. I fucked that up. That's okay. <laughs> we're going to war with China. That's right. Which is it sucks that we're going to war with China mm-hmm. because that means we're gonna to have to change the names of our Chinese food. It's right. like patriotic times. It's gonna to be tough. It's gonna to be tough for niggas. Yeah. How are we gonna order Chinese food? I don't now? know. But could you imagine walking up and being like, Yo, can I get a order of General Powell's chicken and a side of Condoleezza fried rice? All right. All right. It's uh, tough to kill yourself if you're a fan of Missy Elliott. That's right. We tried. Yep. <laughs> and we're still here, guys. That's yeah, we said we made it. Uh, but it was tough. Yeah, we have to tell you how it went. Um, so it was Tuesday, and mm-hmm. we said, fuck it. It's time to go. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we tied up two identical twin nooses. Put them um, right up had here. We the two twin boxes right there. We That's stepped right. on the box. We looked at the noose, and mm-hmm. we said, let's... Are you ready? It's time to go. It's time to go. But before we went, we started to question our existence. That's right. Just to make sure we had things right. Mm-hmm. Right? I was like, why am I here? Why am I here? What's the point? What is the point? Uh, is it worth it? <laughs> is it worth it? <laughs> Let me search it. Take this thing down, mm-hmm. flip it, mm-hmm. and reverse it. I think Missy's trying to she, tell us She's something. speaking to us, man. <laughs> I think she's telling us to take the noose down. That's right. Flip it mm-hmm. and reverse it. And that's precisely what we did. Yes. We took the nooses down, we flipped them, and then we reversed them. And now we're American Cowboys. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you guys. Thank you, guys.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the Lucas Brothers, everybody. I wish I had a, a twin and I can just leave the stage in array. You know what I mean? You just have a twin and you're just like, fuck it, we're the same. Let's leave this stage like animals. Just kidding, it's not really that bad. That'll probably go viral and I'll end up getting killed. Not by them, just by how the world works. We're all gonna go. Where we go, only the OA knows. That's a, that's a deep cut. What I just said was a Netflix deep cut. That was a six-month-ago reference. The agents tell me to pull it out, but no agents. <laughs> this is a fun show. We have to keep it rolling because I have places to go. <laughs> Just kidding. I have nothing to do. Just be with you guys. The next gentleman coming to the stage, we were discussing books in the back. It was nice to see him. He's been on Comedy Central. You probably saw him on television and the radio, if you guys know what that is. Give it up for Greg Brett, everybody. <laughs>
0: Um, how about for JC, everybody? Uh, well, look at all you avocados. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that article yesterday about how uh, I was a what was that a billionaire in Australia? Said that people your age uh, should stop buying avocados and four-dollar coffees, otherwise you'd be able to afford a house. What a fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Let me tell you something, by the way. I've had a house. Stick with the avocados. <laughs> Much better fucking investment, man. Nothing better than fucking avocado. A house is a fucking nightmare. Don't do it. Don't play that game. Avoc- houses change. The property changes. All that shit. Do you have enough money? Fucking avocado doesn't let you down unless it's too old. And even then you know because it's all fucking, oh, nope. you can smell it. Cut an avocado. Smoky. Get rid of it. I just don't like it when they're like, it's a fruit. Don't fuck. Don't. It's... It's not a fucking fruit. It's a wet nut with a pit. That's what it is. It's a wet nut. It feels nutty with a pit. I fucking hate anyone who tells you, hey, tomatoes is a fruit. Go fuck yourself. Why is that what you're talking about? That's why you're alone. That's why you're alone. No, but for real. I'm not being a dick. Just me talking to one of my two of them. I have uh, uh, one of them's nice daughters. <laughs> That's not, they're both nice. They're both, <clears throat> they're both very, very nice. One of them likes me. That's why. The taller one. And she's no genius. I know. That sounds bad. But you don't... I would assume most of you don't have kids. That's why you feel that way. Oh, well, and then you have kids. You go, fuck. And she says, man, they're the worst. What a mistake. Get a house. That I would get over a kid. <laughs> Avocado house kid. <laughs> Keep pushing kids. No, that's not true. I love my... Uh, they're, uh, it's hard, it's hard Because <laughs> you know you, you know it's easy, like if you're a cynical old man or a fucking like you, most of these people that write shitty articles about millennials are divorced, old fucking racists. you know it is it's all everyone's Pierce Morgan that writes about millennials. that's all it is. It's just some fat fucking you're not even from here you piece of shit. You know, and anytime you read anything from an old person writing about your generation, whatever that generation may be, if you're the avocado generation, it's just all, all the subtext is I'm fucking, I'm dying. That's all that is. That's all that person's saying is I'm dying and you have avocado toast. We didn't even think about that. We put peanuts on toast. Like we didn't know we were good enough to have a whole avocado spread just on toast if you felt like it and you did, because you're you. I love you guys. What else are you going to do? You're not going to have jobs. You might as well fucking find cool shit to eat. <laughs> just wait for this entire thing to turn into a fucking amusement park and then just take your job in your town showing people around because that's all, that's it, man. We're going to, Russia's going to own us by morning, so enjoy <laughs> your last days. He's good, that guy that isn't, anyway, I'm not going to go there. I worry a little bit. I do worry a little bit because my own, just because my own daughter, you know, She's very, uh, my oldest one, is uh, very uh, bright school-wise, you know, like on the, when she gets the grades back, but we're paying for them. That's what you learn. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Like, oh, it's a private school. Yeah, you're paying for, oh, that's right. I'm buying these. Okay. <laughs> um, because uh, the other day we were, this is tr- true, and, and I love her, but this is who she is. Um, <laughs> she's a good person. She can do a cartwheel real well. <laughs> I don't mean, that's not meant to be sexist or anything. She's just very good at a cartwheel. Most girls let go of that at 11, but at 15, that's still her main mode of transportation. <laughs> Left and right. It's a one-hander. It's no hands you can do without it. It's falling, but we round up. We round up. Because that's who we are as parents. We're, not, we're just, everything you do is great. We're, we're to blame. We're to blame. You know, when I was a kid, there, you know, there was, there, when I was a kid, nobody, like, there, in the, like in the 80s, there was this notion, and I don't, I don't blame Whitney Houston, <laughs> but she was the delivery system for the phrase that, that really fucked up m- most of y'all, uh, which is children of the future. <laughs> Fuck, no one thought we were the future when I was a kid. No one, nobody treated, nobody asked you how you fucking, people were like, why are you talking? Like that was what people said. <laughs> Why are you get out? Just get out! Go outside, please! And fuck the Hendersons have a well. Go there. Wait till, the, wait till there's a moon. And now it's like you know, fuck. You got your beeper on. Everything's okay, and you can call me. And everything's gonna be fine. Let's say you're in the fucking service industry, and your meal was good, and everything was good. And you're gonna check in if you want to go, or fill out a survey. But you'll be okay. okay? Or I'll, am I giving you space? I'll give you some space. I'll leave you alone. Am I talking too much? I'm sorry. Everything's okay. It's like, it just is really like, children are, and the, here's the, the truth. You're not, children are not the fucking future. They're not. You're like, that doesn't make sense. Yes, it fucking does. They're not the future. Nine, every year, nine of them are the future, and the rest are us. Like, be real about it. We live in a world created by nine other people each year we're fucking lucky for. We can have, how are we gonna have avocado toast if there isn't somebody else building a 3D printer that can make avocado toast? I'm glad this is being taped because I haven't made it up. Um, my daughter said to me, uh, we were in Vegas and there was a fire, a, a hotel on one of the top floors. And uh, she said, oh my God, do they have, do they have to take a regatta to get up there? What? <laughs> This is fucking real. Why would I make this up? I don't even know how to construct this as a joke. I was like, "What would you say?" Reg- Did they take a boat race? Yeah. And she just looked confused. I go, "Do you mean ladder?" And she's like, "Yes, ladder." <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, that's a kind of stupid. I don't understand. Like, I'm like, what? Those aren't even. <laughs> she's an honors bio. <laughs> So it's my last thing. So, one of the things, one of the things, it's really hard to avoid. is like, is when you're older, you always, you can't help but fucking tell your story. Like, and and uh, and it always is it, Like it's always with my kids. It's like you want to explain the struggle that you went through, right? And, and, and I feel like, man, I didn't even go, my generation was like, yeah, we're not even gonna go to, we're not going to war, you're not? Nope, okay, like, really, like, what's my, well, we gotta go to, j- jury duty's a thing, and it may happen, <laughs> right? Like, we just didn't, I don't have, didn't have a ton of struggle. Uh, uh, and then my daughter said something, and then one day I realized, uh, my daughter had a pudding uh, pouch in her hand. And uh, I think you know what it is, if you don't know, I just explained it. <laughs> Couldn't get the lid off, and in earnestness, she said to me, Dad, pudding pouch lid struggle is real. <laughs> and that's when I realized, No, I have struggled. I go, It's not fucking real. You have a pudding pouch. That makes us the greatest fucking country on earth. Do you not get that? I go, When I was a kid, pudding was a fucking powder. It was a fucking powder and you poured fucking water or milk if you had money and then you stirred that shit up and then you had to fucking, could you eat it then? No, you had to refrigerate it. What are you fucking talking about? Yeah, and couldn't eat it till tomorrow. Why? Who does that? And you had to fucking pull a film off it and eat it before it unputting. You had to fucking grow it, capture it, skin it, and eat it. And then it came in a pack. It was like, then it fucking, but then we went to the moon and we came back. I'm just moving history along. And it came in a fucking tin that you could take to school. And it was fucking, and you're like, oh my God. And it was fucking beautiful. It was so good. remember when they had seven desserts then. (laughs) And then you wanted a little bit more. So you fucking take your finger inside the tin and go. (laughs) And then you would fucking see bone. (laughs) It would slice your fucking, kids bled out on the fucking playground. (laughs) Don't lick the lid! Tongues just dropping off. People fucking died so you could have a fucking squirtable pudding (laughs) with a nozzle! Get that lid off! And that's how that bit ends. Thank you guys so much.
2: Great bread, everybody! Has anybody done jury duty before? Have you guys done jury duty before? A couple people? Not that many. I did jury duty here in L.A., And not to brag, but me and Mandy Moore did jury duty together. And I am so happy to get that on a podcast, because I've been tweeting at her ever since. And the fact that we bonded for nine and a half hours, she got on the jury because she told the truth. I got off. Because I said, no, I am biased against the metro system. I saw a bus almost hit a woman the other day. Miss <laughs> Coakley, you're dismissed. And Mandy Moore went, fuck you. <laughs> True story. <laughs> to me. Fuck you. And that's the last I saw Mandy Moore. <laughs> and I tweeted at her for like three days. I was like, hey, we were in jury duty together. Want to be friends? <laughs> hey, I'm from Florida too. Do you want to be, be friends? Hey. What's, what's Ryan Adams up to? <laughs> want to be friends? I know they're not together anymore, but this was a couple years ago. So Mandy Moore, if you're listening, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about your experience. I want to know how many days you were on the case. Was it two? Was it OJ? Are you still there? Are you filming your show on the set of The Jury? I'll let you guys go, but sit with that. Final comedian coming to the stage... Handsome, intelligent, kind. I've known him for quite some time. First day I ever met him, he was the sweetest man. And now I'm like, I can fuck this player." <laughs> <laughs> but he's still sweet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from planet Earth and Seattle, give it up for Jack Knight. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Yeah, that's that's tight, that was a good thing, it's good, you guys are cool man, I was watching you guys a little bit, just looking at you guys creeping, you good, okay, good, I'm sorry I'm very, a little tired, I worked all, I, read, I, I work in a writer's room and it's a bunch of white people, and, and I grew up in Seattle so I always knew white people, but then when you work with them niggas, it's like, y'all just do this all day. I don't know if that makes sense. If that that doesn't make sense to you, I can explain Like, in my head, like I know white people, I know white people very well. I know white people very, very, very well. But I thought y'all took time off (laughs) from being white people. You don't. Yo, here's a question. What's your name? Devlin.
1: Devlin?
6: (laughs) All right, bro, what's your name? I'm not gonna deal with no Dwevlin? Dwevelin.
1: Devlin.
6: H- Devlin, are you from not here? Not here. Where? Where's Devlin? What is that? Saint Louis. No. What is that? What is that name? That's not right. <laughs> that like Greek or Swedish or something. sure. That sounds like a Roman number. Dwevelin. Dwevelin sounds like a shriek. My cousins sell weed on. <laughs> nigga I'm over here on Dwevelin. come on pick me up right quick nigga I'm over here kicking and shit nigga pull up right quick nigga I got some Arizona iced teas and some Henny nigga if you really want to be on that shit could. <laughs> Dwevelin. hey if you if you walk down the street serious question honest from your heart there's no wrong answer walking down the street see a a, a gaggle of niggas
1: <laughs>
6: do you think that they would like you Dwevelin? probably not they wouldn't like you no okay that's good do you think they like you, sir? Who looks like you taught my social studies class? Do <laughs> you think they like you? Sure. Sure. You don't know. There's no wrong answer. Hell yeah. 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 You got Jordans on. I feel your point. <laughs> he got some good Olympic ones on. I saw him from across the way. He did, but he wore a striped red shirt, so he didn't know what to do with it. It's <laughs> 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 crazy. White people think that black people like y'all. They don't. They don't. But there's three different ways, you know what I'm saying? There's black, people, there's black people who hate white people, and that's like 83% of niggas. And there's black people who love white people, and they're usually on the news giving their opinion.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> and then there's black people who are like, whatever about white people, that's me. That's like me and the Lucas Bros. Like, if everyone's like, like, yo, Jack, how do you feel about white people? Like, I don't know, nigga, I like friends. <laughs> I don't have my, my fight ain't with y'all. Because, like, white people, black people, we're going to always do this. This is what we do. This is our fight forever. We like Ross and Rachel. This is to the end of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm mad at Asian people. <laughs> I hate when Asian people are racist. When Asian people are racist to black people, and I'm not talking about all Asian people. I'm talking about, like, the older Asian people, not the younger ones. Like, they're not the younger, cool ones who look like they came back in time to wear all the zippers possible. <laughs> I'm talking about the old Asian people who just be mean as fuck because they don't even know how to be racist right. They just doing it to fit in and shit because they want to be like white people. They just like, oh, I'm going to figure out how to be mean to the niggas that they be mean to. You know what I'm saying? They just trying to, it's high school. All life is is high school. And so Asian people just trying to fit in and what they do is they don't even know how to be racist right, bruh. Cause white people, there's love underneath y'all racism. Y'all, when y'all hate niggas, y'all mean it. Like so, there's something underneath it. Age people, they did not even know how to be stereotypical. They be throwing sunny d's at me and shit. (laughs) They even know how to do the shit right. It's just it's annoying. Like when age people are racist, it's like when it's like it's like when you arguing with your girl. Like when you mad at your girl and you arguing. And then like her friends are there, and they're like, boy, bye, boy, bye, boy, bye, boy, bye. It's like, bitch, this don't concern you. Why are you in this fight? I'm talking to Rachel. (laughs) I'm sorry. I live in Koreatown. That shit just be irritating me. I go to convenience stores all the time, and and I be high. And and Asian people walk, they follow me through the store because they think I'm going to steal shit. But like they yell at me in Korean. And when you high, Korean's a very sharp language. Like when Koreans yell at you when you high, that shit sounds like triangles and zigzags. So just, <laughs> it's like, oh shit, this is a lot of new things coming every
1: once.
6: <laughs> traveling, I left the country. I've been leaving the country a lot. I've been on roll a lot. Don't leave the country when Trump is president, because <laughs> people got shit to say to you. <laughs> you guys know America's dumb. Yeah, I've been knowing. <laughs> Like, they're really mean. They are they be insulting America to your face. It's like, I don't even fuck with America like that. But you ain't gonna talk with my homie, bruh. You know what I mean? Like, America's that one friend who you low-key hate, but he's the only one that got a car. (laughs) Like, I don't really like him, but I ain't gonna ride the bus, Canada. (laughs) Went to Australia. Went to Mexico. People are still mean to transgender women everywhere. Everywhere. I thought that was just us fucking up. That's everybody. We got shaping up as a world, you know what I mean? Woo. We got to do better, especially in America. We supposed to be, be the person doing this shit right. Remember when we weren't letting them niggas pee? What? I speak very fast, sorry. <laughs> remember when we weren't letting them niggas pee? Do you guys remember when we weren't letting them niggas pee? <laughs> you remember that shit? That shit was crazy. And the Caroline's like, nah, you don't get to pee here. That's wild. That's a wild thing. That's why every time I see a transgender woman, I'm like, yo, everybody come pee in my house. Y'all can come pee in my house. I got two toilets. We put one seat up, one seat down. We ain't even got to talk about the shit. <laughs> I can feel you guys pushing away, and we're going to keep going. <laughs> it's fine. I get it. No one likes hearing a young black man talk about shit like this. I, feel like I fuck with it. Am I saying it wrong? I don't want to say it wrong. Is it transgender? Am I coming too hard with that ER? Should I be saying transgender? (laughs) You know how bad I want Caitlyn Jenner to get transgender rich across her stomach? (laughs)
1: It's
6: still, it's still like, it's still a little, I'm still, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not all the way progressive. I'm still trying to figure out the shit. You know what I mean? And I hope this doesn't get dark for you guys or like weird for you guys, but like transgender women, they, they're getting bad, and that's fucking up the game. Like, they're getting hot. And it's like, whew, this is not... I didn't expect this. <laughs> this is a turn in the story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, i be scrolling through Instagram, and then, like, i be seeing, I'm like, and my penis be pump fake. I'm like, no, hold on, nigga, hold on, hold on. I don't know myself that well to be making that decision yet. Let's, let's, let's take a step back before we change our life. <laughs> and I get it. I feel like you guys are pulling back because it's a new thing that's in the diaspora of fucking I'm not talking about make. I'm all for the rights. I'm past their rights. I'm talking about fucking. That's a new thing for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? They say once you go black, you can't go back. I don't know what's over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to figure this shit out first. And I'd be drunk. I don't want to make a mistake. You know what I'm saying? I'd be drunk up to here in Hennessy, just in dimly lit bars. I might just see the outline of a bad bitch and make a decision. And <laughs> and I don't know if I'm ready for all that. We might hit it off and leave. And listen, if she identifies a woman I consider a woman, the world should consider her a woman. But my hand on her chiseled ass back is telling me that this is Russell Westbrook. So <laughs> give me a beat. Can I get a second? <laughs> I got off with this. Um I don't understand how people who believe in God—you believe in God, you're cop—you don't believe in God. That explains why you got this show. You believe in God. Anyone here believe in God? You believe in God. You believe in God. That's beautiful. God's a good person, bro. a good or thing. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't. And this, this is why. This is my point. I don't understand why people who believe in God don't understand transgender women, right? Because those are the first people to go against them. That's weird. I don't believe in that shit. Ooh, that doesn't make no sense. But you believe in God. You know what I mean? Let me explain. Sp- like, like, sp- like, like, like bruh, we down here fucking. We all down here fucking pumping up. We just pumping up in each other. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got poor pullout game. We just all... S-s-s-s-s-s-s-s. Like, we just... And everybody, Planned Parenthood, closing down, the shit's crazy. But we sending up all of our orders to God in his restaurant. We just send up all these orders up to God in his restaurant. But God the only nigga on the grill. (laughs) Nobody else on the grill with God. God the only nigga. God been the only nigga on the grill and it's been (laughs) the rush since Book of Genesis. (laughs) And God's the only nigga up there to do this shit. Everybody else went to the Bruno Mars concert or something. (laughs) And God's the only one getting all of our orders For a fucking millennia, just fucking. (laughs) 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 Never ordered french fries, got a couple onion rings? (laughs) No? (laughs) Guys gonna slip up. You went to the ride, you don't wanna do this job. (laughs) we gonna get a couple bearded bitches, nigga. What do you wanna tell me? I think that was progressive. (laughs) I think I made my point. Chromosomes and acceptance. Okay, I will leave with this. Sorry. Um, I got a girlfriend now, for now. I like her a lot. She's, you know, half of my... uh, (laughs) She's a sweetie. I love her. I like her. Love her. That's years from now. (laughs) But, like... Like... I don't want to cheat on her, right? But not because of her. Like if you throw some pussy over there, I'm gonna catch it. But like, <laughs> all I'm saying is I don't want to cheat on her because I gotta keep keep it up. You know what I mean? Like when you cheat, you gotta like flip your phone over, make sure you know where your phone at, <laughs> change names in your phone. You gotta know where you were when you last were. I don't. I, I gotta change names in my phone to restaurants, and I'm I be forgetting shit. So Chick-fil-A gonna text me like, hey, babe, like these niggas about to give me free chicken sandwiches. That's <laughs> <laughs> dope as a motherfucker. I don't want fucking Wendy's texting me like, send me a dick, but like, this must be for a life surprise. <laughs> Here you go, Wendy's. <laughs> Sorry, I was very opinionated. What do they say about opinions? Opinions are like assholes, right? right. Delicious.
2: Sorry. <laughs> Give it up for Jack Knight, everybody. This show is called Put Your Hands Together. My name is J.C. Coakley on behalf of Cameron, Rhea, Jimmy, and uh, uh, Ryan and Hannah and UCB Franklin because they're OG, motherfucker. Thank you so much for joining us for live comedy. See you guys next week. And hey! Put your hands together.
0: Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
1: Put your hands together. Put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to laugh with your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to cut with your hands together, put your hands together